What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Pixel Prep. This is me and Broddle. Say hello, Broddle. Hi, Broddle. How are you tonight? I'm bad. Wonderful stuff. Should I say who I am or just keep it? Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, no, I'll sort of keep it ambiguous, you know. I'm Slinger. This is Broddle. We're going to rock your world tonight. So, start. We'll have a pint. This was a weak start. Yeah, let's start again. <laughs> What's up, nerdy people? You big nerds out there. It's You're okay to be nerds. Nerdy land. We like the nerds. Hell yes. The nerds are our peoples. We respect the nerds. <laughs> so strange. Man. I didn't know where I was going with that, to be honest. I don't know. No. We're okay with it, but hi, yeah. nerds. Um, this is Pixel Prep. It's episode 20. Episode 20, motherfuckers! Can't <clears> believe <throat> that we've actually made it to 20 episodes. It's really cool. I know. Uh, Thank you to you guys for listening. So, hi, I'm Brod, and hi. I'm joined by the wonderful, the beautiful, the muscular, and really sexy, Mr. Slinger. Hello, ladies. You sounded like the old Spice guy. I try my best. That's cool. Yeah. So, well, if I could get that guy's voice. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. How are you? Fantastic. So, what have you been up to? Not a lot, really. I've pretty much been doing the same as what I did last time around, which is banging my head against Dark Souls 3. The walls slightly caved in a bit, but not as much as my forehead. Mm. The problem with Dark Souls is pretty much like being in an abusive relationship. So every now and again, you'll get to your good points where you're like, oh yeah, this is great, I'm cruising, everything's going so well together, we're so in love, it's yeah. nice, and then she beats me shitless. <laughs> Ignore the bruises. Ignore they the bruises. Really. Yeah, it's, you know, she hits me in places where it doesn't show, so <laughs> to our friends, it's okay. But then it gets really good again, so it's it's getting there. I mean, there was one point in Dark Souls 3, I was like sitting down thinking, I am just not enjoying this. Yeah. And then you get over that hump, it's like, oh yeah, new areas open up, I can get there. i got to say though, Dark Souls 3 does feel like major fan service. Yeah. It's almost like, you did Dark Souls, everyone loved it. You did Dark Souls 2, the fans were like, no, it's not the same. So they tried to recreate Dark Souls one with Dark Souls 3, but adding a whole bunch of references from the first game. Mm. So when I got to Anno Londo, which is the bastard bit in Dark Souls 1, I was like, oh, fuck, I really don't want to deal with this shit again. Yeah. But, you know, I kicked his ass, so. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah. What about yourself? What have you been up to? I finished Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. Well, let's get those trumpets out, boy. <laughs> How long it took you for that? Five fucking years. Yeah, I've been playing it since last May when I first bought it, but um, 125 hours total so far. That's so far, because I'm on New Game Plus. Dude, you need to hold back now. You're done. Leave it. No, it's... Leave it. It's a nice, like, oh, I'm coming up to a cutscene. Hashtag skip. <laughs> right. I'm not bothered about oh. any of that, because I've enjoyed the story. God, do you remember the days when you look forward to cutscenes? No, I know, right? Thank you for ruining that for us, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just that one guy's fault. Yeah, well, him and Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 1, love the cutscenes. Mm. 2, like, fuck off. There are so many. So many codecs. Um, so many. But yeah, no, because I finished that up, I was like, oh, I'm going to play something different. So I've gone and fired up <laughs> Persona 5. Persona 5. <laughs> Persona 5 on my PS4, and it is Is it awesome. the tits? It is it's like so nice. It's... It's beautifully stylish. Every time you have a conversation with someone, 
um, there is this really cool kind of like snap comic book look about everything. Yeah, I've seen that. It looks awesome, that does. Yeah, um, Anime as fuck. The end of every battle is a really nice transition. Like you start walking along, like smiling at your other characters, like, yeah, boy, what's up? I'm having fun. <laughs> and you fucking wander <laughs> off and he, he starts running. But the the end of battle menu kind of zigzags round and wraps around him. I've seen that, and he's yeah. he's running through it. But the beautiful thing about that, I was like, okay, so where does it end? It doesn't. Just it then transitions into the, game. the, the real game again. That's like, really actually, actually, that's really nice. It's it's such a ridiculous thing to say, like, oh, I really like that. But no, because it's just one of those small things that you come to appreciate. It's one of those things that you need to like it because you're going to be seeing it a fuckload. Yeah. It's like um, when you play Final Fantasy games and you win a battle, and like Final Fantasy 7 to nine whatever yeah. and let's be honest you're flicking through that shit as fast as you possibly can you yes. don't care it's like experience points don't care don't care don't care yeah and that noise when you first hear it, it's like ooh that's good but after a while it gets right on your tits yeah. so actually if you enjoy the post battle screens that's half the battle won brilliant you need that yeah. otherwise you're just going to be like this is such a fucking drag Motherfucker. No, no. Although I do like the idea of you did like a Lucius expression there from, <laughs> from Ant Man and the Wasp, and I kind of like the idea of him being like in every single game. Yeah, come on, boy, we're gonna fight some demons now. You know what I'm saying? I'm so business, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. I haven't some... seen the new one, but I love that fucking bit in the first one. Oh, right? it's, it repeats in the second movie as well. It does. It's brilliant, especially when he does. I think hope. It had to. Oh, he does hope is brilliant because look, at, I'm hope. Look at my hair. I'm all business, yo. You know, <laughs> I love it. There's more the expressions as well that go with it. Um, so you enjoying Persona Five? That's the question. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's fucking sleek as anything. If it's, we had to do like a you watch, tag, would you say it's anime as fuck? Five stars. Yeah. Cool. That's really all you need to know. It's that fucking. It's just sexy. Sexy as. Balls. Fuck yeah. Sexy balls. Help. Those are some sexy balls. Those are some really <laughs> sexy balls. Right, before we get off on a fucking tangent, we're going to stop it there. We're going to jump into trivia time. Pay attention, motherfuckers. So wake up. Feeling a trivia buzz coming on. Hit me with it. Feeling a trivia I'm buzz? Feeling a trivia buzz. Okay, so, number one. Oof. Nintendo was originally forced to ship the Super Nintendo Entertainment System consoles during the night... Because the company owners were afraid of robbery by the Yakuza's. You know what? I can actually believe that's, that. That's fucking true. That is, that's that's insane. Like, Just those really nerdy Yakuza's like, with spectacles. Pull over, please. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with my ray gun, which I've been using for duck hunt. Just like pistol whipping the shit out of them with Rob. Yeah. Fucking robot thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love this. I want to tell you a little bit about some uh, some Sony handheld love. Are you ready? Oh, really? This, That's this a shocker. The one, no, this is the one I've saved for you. Yeah. It's not about the handheld. It's about the fucking idiocy behind it. Are you ready? <laughs> In late 2005, Sony hired graffiti artists to promote the PSP. Okay. Pretty bad idea because the company received several lawsuits from angry mayors. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait so they didn't really get permission to do the graffiti no oh yeah I can see that backfire yeah yeah oh brilliant that is that is fucking hilarious it reminds me on the um, the game Jet Set Radio and at the beginning it literally says do not graffiti it says graffiti is art 
but there's no way in hell we actually support yeah. vandalism, so do not graffiti. Which I do respect, because I've always said there are two types of graffiti. Some, that is beautiful. Others, yep. it's just shit. Yes. In fact, it's not shit, it's twatty. So when you look at some paintings, that's really cool. If it's something like, say, Baz Finger Band Tiffany, then yeah, that's just been a bit twatty. Yeah. Oh, I've got a Sharpie. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm a graffiti artist. Draw a knob on this. They call me Banksy. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Banksy. <laughs> so, there's one person going to really rawly fuck off. It's Banksy. Really? I'm not a fan of Banksy, no. Okay, fair yeah. enough. He's just, he's just a bit of a obnoxious prick, really, to I'll be honest. To, I'll have to do a bit of a deep dive on that one day. Yeah, I do. But not today. No. Not today. For now, we move into happy birthday. Oh, whose birthday is it today? Well, we're going to talk about big old anniversaries that are coming up. So Smack me hard with those birthdays. Grand Theft Auto V. That is a big one. September. Celebrating five years since its initial release. Do you remember that first came out? Because I do. Yeah. Mainly because it's five years ago, so it doesn't have to go in too much into our yeah, memory banks. But I, the reason why I remember it coming out is we pretty much all got it roughly at the same time at work. Yeah, and it felt great because you could actually talk to people about how far they've got. Yeah. It's like, oh, have you unlocked this shit? Oh shit, no! It's like um, when Zach was telling us about the weird nudist camp up in the <laughs> in the yeah. mountains. Did you get up there? I did get up there. I did. It's I insane loved it. when you get up there and you start shooting the shit out of all these guys with the floppy dicks. <laughs> yeah. I'm strange. I... The one thing I regret though is they didn't add animation for when you shot them in the balls. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. That. I miss having that kind of interaction with individuals. Yeah, I do too. Because gaming has just become such a diverse thing that not everyone goes out and buys Call of Duty now. God, there's man. there's only like there's there's a big fucking section of people that do, but, but it's not, not as mainstream as it used to be. No, God no. no. GTA is probably GTA Five is probably the last big mainstream everyone get together and have a chat about it oh you're not Franklin yeah I've got Franklin isn't uh, yeah. what's his mate Lamar Lamar isn't he such a wanker yeah Lamar's a wanker <laughs> you know <laughs> sop my homies you know and yeah. tre- everyone pretty much fall in love with Trevor at the same time being slightly creeped out by him yeah and trying to figure out if he was gay or not that was always a figure it out <laughs> didn't care <laughs> I loved uh, when you would flip between one character to another and yeah. I'd randomly flit over to Trevor and he'd come down and for some reason he was in his pants waking up in a fountain. Oh, God, yeah. I loved it. Like, you were like, what the fuck did you get up to when I was away? Or the most annoying one, you do flip back to Trevor and you've got two stars and you're driving away from the cops. It's like, what yes. the fuck? Oh, I love that. But that's the shit that I like. Mm. I'm just like, I don't know what you're up to while I'm away, but it's nice to think that you've your got... story carries on without me. Yeah. And I like that. That's cool. That was cool, that. I do. I... Like I say, I hold out that number six is going to be basically Vice City again. I worry that number six is going to be heavily focused on uh, multiplayer. Yeah, that does worry me that. Because Red Dead 2 is going to be a big thing. Yeah. They've already got Red Dead Online kind of being hepped up and yeah, go for that when that comes out. And I'm like... You feel like it's going to like pretty much skip six and just go straight to online. Yeah, what if it becomes an online thing? I can see I that. I can see that. And at the same time, I can't hope it doesn't because GTA is fun as single player. Yeah. It shines as single player, I think. Smaller map, more fun. That's Absolutely. what I think. What's your next one? Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. You know what? I've got the second game for that. Mm. It's pretty shit, to be honest. Yes, it is. But there was a fun bit in the first game where you played as Vader. And yes. then you beat the shit out of Wookiees. 
Poor little bastard Wookiees. Come here, you overgrown <laughs> teddy bear fuck. I'm going to mess you up. Slash you up good and proper. Oof. My Death Star needs a new rug. Come here, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was... It was a, yeah, it was from, a weird uh, game. LucasArts back in 2008, celebrating 10 years this September. It was... Um, I liked it. It had potential. Yes. It had a lot of potential that kind of like flatlined. It's it's a sh- especially with two. Because yeah. when two came out, a lot of people said it doesn't feel like a full sequel. No, it didn't. It, it feels felt like, like one point five. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, which really killed it for me. But does like that had uh, Sam Whitworth, didn't it, playing Starkiller? It did. Yeah. Which was also I tell you what something I fucking hate about Star Wars references. They do is things like. Um, in Force Unleashed, it's when they called the main the main hero Starkiller because originally that was going to be Luke Skywalker's name. Yeah, and they're like they make like a big thing of it, like yes, every fucking nerd knows this. Just come up with another name, mm-hmm. call him I don't know. Well, it's like in Jedi Knight, the, the main hero of that is Kyle Katarn. Yes, it's yeah. not stupid, but it's part of the Star Wars universe and his own little character. Yeah, call him Starkiller. It's like <laughs> how clever are we? <laughs> and then the um... fucking base got called Starkiller. In Force Unleashed, or as we like to call it, New Hope Part 2. Yeah. yeah. Force Unleashed? I Force Awaken, whatever fucking number 7 was I, called. I get what you mean. You know you've kind of stalled out when Family Guy starts making the same jokes. Yeah, exactly. Like Family Guy, Blue Harvest, oh, God, was yes. their take on A New Hope, and Blue Harvest was the project name for A New Hope back in the 70s when it was being made. I did not know that. Yeah. That's quite cool. That's that's why Family Guy showing some fucking brains. Yeah, I'm going to say, that's actually unusual for Family Guy. Um, What we got next? We've got two big 20-year anniversaries. One from Nintendo and one from Sony. It was a Sony one. Sony, Spyro the Dragon. Never really played that, but... I know the remastered version's coming out soon. Mm. Apparently, or I think it's out now, actually. That's been upsetting some people. Yeah, because even if you buy physical, you've got to download to like a third digitally. Yeah. And they're like, well, what the fucking there point? Was only, yeah, with the physical copy, there is only one... Game the first there, yeah. game on there, and then the other two you have to download at a later date. Yeah, which is like, what the fuck? Why yeah. bother releasing it then? Absolutely. And then charging a, charging a full price. Why don't you just release the first game and charge that? And man, You're just dick, Sony. Uh, well, then in that case, Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Which one? Which, we always ask this question because I always like to say which one you started with because it's going to be that little weak ass Bulbasaur, wasn't it? You started with. Hey, no, not Bulbasaur. Oh no, you had Squirtle, didn't you? I had Bulbasaur. Yeah, Bulbasaur. You had the yeah. vegan out the three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you've got to remember, like for those first two gyms, Bulbasaur was fucking quality. Yeah, so you easy mode. Yeah, right. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. that's more insult that, hey, hey, call me vegan all you want, but do not call me fucking pussy easy mode, man. No, I'm quite happy with that, mate. I am quite happy. Oh, um, do you want to play on easy mode? Fuck yes. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and, I'm all, and I'm all right with that. Why do you want to play on easy mode? Because I want to enjoy the fucking game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I must admit, I always went with Charizard. Yeah. Only because it's a big fucking dragon. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason why. I get you. Although I do remember playing... Pokemon Link Up, you know, yeah. I, was, I actually managed to get that with my mate one time, I actually battled via our Game Boys. Yeah. It was shit actually, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> Once you kind of like knock out each one's strongest Pokemon, it's pretty much a press this for fight, zap, zap, yeah. the next one, do, do, zap, zap. It gets really boring really fast. When you've got five Pokemon, it's like, yeah, do you want to just call us a draw? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <Yeah. laughs> 
You're I'm the best. <laughs> That's the nice thing. Like in your own little world, you are the Ash. best. You're the strongest Pokemon trainer. You are the greatest there ever was. You are Ash. Yeah, you were, and then like when you went up against someone else in the real world, you were like, oh you, shit. You got your ass fucking whooped. I am not very good. You're, like, you're there where you're like um, level 50 Pikachu. You're like, yeah, boy, nothing can touch me. And then you got some yeah. fucking. But then you realise that Pikachu's defence stat is like really shit. <laughs> it's like one. <laughs> against a rock monster, which is like level 90, which is what your other mate's got. And he's been playing on that shit and grinding oh, away. Fucking, oh, Send out Pikachu up against I don't know, a puppy. The yeah, puppy looked looks, at you funny. Pikachu fainted. Yeah. It's super effective. Ah, oh, fucking Pikachu. Although, you know, back in the day, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Which was your game? Red? Red. Yeah, actually, I, got, I actually got both of them in the end. I did. I didn't um, get yellow. I've still got... I don't know where red is. I got yellow because I, I fucking loved them. Um... I've still got blue upstairs in one of those cool little plastic cases that you oh, used yeah. to get for your cartridges. Got that. Because it still has all 151 on there. And I'm just you like, actually collected all of them. Yeah. You collected them all. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. I know. Which is why I had... Um, that's what I had red for. Because mm. obviously like they split them up. And oh, said, gotcha. You can only get so many on this game. Like, mm-hmm. I'd never do it again. 700 mm. of the little monster fox. I did. That was like fantastic marketing from... Uh, Excuse me, Nintendo. But even back then, because we must be about what, 16, 18, something like that. Even back then, you kind of looking thinking, oh, you cheeky fuckers. Yeah. You want us to buy the same game twice. And you know we are, you bastards. Yeah. I mean, what? I was, I was 10 years old when these came out. Oh, good. Good, fun little games. The cartoon was also quite fun as well. Yeah, I loved it. Because mainly because it actually did follow the game. Yeah. That's how you learned about the game from watching the cartoon. Like, ah, so you don't go against this with Brock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pervert. You do sit there, like, with your red and blue thinking, oh, yeah. thank God I didn't get Pikachu in the start. Yeah, Brock, Brock would fucking piss all over him. <laughs> the right. only thing you need to do to defeat Brock is just throw a nurse joy at him, and that's it, he's done. <laughs> Guess his massive erection, nose blade, and passes out. That's Brock in a nutshell. Lay me down by the fire, boot boy, and spread that news glory all over me. Okay, you're on, yeah. So, number one, Sony is ending its PlayStation 2 repair program nearly two decades after the console first launched. Fucking hell. That Mm. is fucking insane. I don't mean about them closing down. I mean the fact that it's kept on going. Oh, yeah. 20 years. I don't expect Sony to cancel after two. Yep. 20 years something going on. Look at the Vita support program. <laughs> exactly. Hi, I've got a problem with my Vita. Your what? <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Oh, we've, ne- we've never heard of it. We never do. We don't do handheld. Sorry. But I've got one right. I'm, I'm afraid you have bootleg. That's nothing to do with us. Excuse me, have you heard of a PlayStation 4 Pro? So. <laughs> you can hold it in your hand while watching TV. It's handheld, you know. So anyway, this comes to us by Slash Gear. So just a, a quick couple of excerpts. Um, the end of an era for Sony and the PlayStation 2 is the company has revealed that it will be ending its PS2 repair program in Japan. That repair program is being ended nearly two decades after the console first launch, which is pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Then again, the PlayStation 2 found unprecedented success, oh, so the yeah. idea that Sony would support it for so long after release shouldn't really come as a shock. You know what's going to happen in mm-hmm. Japan? 
black market PS2 repairs. Fucking right. You're going to have to go down certain alleyways in certain, you know, locations to get that shit repaired. You'll be walking with, you know, your big raincoat and you're pulling out, excuse me, mate. You know where I can get a uh, PS2 fix? Yeah, just down there. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the phone unlocks and the bootlog iPhones. Hey, 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 hey. You want Final Fantasy X? Vintage edition. Like, fuck yeah. Before the HD remakes, you want the pure stuff. I'll give you the pure stuff. I'll give you the pure, pure stuff. I can see that, haven't you? Yes, two black markets. <laughs> Sony reminded users about the end to its after-sales service in an update posted to its Japanese site. We've known that this day was coming for a couple of months now as Sony initially announced that it would end PS2 repairs back in June. Customers had until August 31st to apply for repairs and their consoles needed to be received by September 7th. Officially, the PS2 was discontinued in Japan on December 28th, 2012, more than 12 Fuck years after launch. Yeah, man. yeah that's, that lasted a long time. And around the world about a week later. It's worth pointing out that it was only a month after discontinuing the PS2 that Sony announced the PlayStation 4. So Sony was still producing PS2 units through Fuck. most of the PS3's lifespan. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So basically, Sony were making PS2 and PS3s. Indeed. That's, That's impressive. impressive, right? Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. That was very cool. So impressive, we almost in sync with that. So. What have you got next for me? You want to play games for a living? Actually, the way I play, I'm probably not. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well, this one comes to us from the Metro, and I'm going to read this straight out because I want to make sure that I get it right. James Hunt, 28, hopes to achieve a £500,000 turnover within 12 months by streaming popular games like Fortnite, FIFA, and Mario Kart online through his company, HYPD, or Hyped. Unlike most streamers who work alone, James has set up an office in a business park and will also employ other gamers to work for him for an £8 an hour role. James, who is based in Kent, said, So far, nobody's told me that they don't like coming into work. They don't have that Monday morning feeling here. <laughs> I suppose it depends on what game you're playing, really. Everyone who works here knows they need to... Uh, sorry, knows they need to know about the latest games and be good at them. They're questions we ask at interviews. If gaming isn't a part of your lifestyle, then this company isn't for you. Then fuck off. Everyone jumps in and out of playing games, even the person who deals with the finances. Okay. Oh, sorry. You, sorry. You, you tripped over your words, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it was just destructive. Basically, everyone jumps in and out of playing games, even the person who deals with the finance. He's talking about the individuals that do the payroll. Yeah. Yeah, that work in the company. He recently advertised part time jobs which pay £8 an hour and hopes to place his videos among the world's most viewed. James added that they would be broadcasting playing Fortnite and FIFA on Twitch, a website dedicated to live streaming video games. I think this is interesting. It's interesting. Um, it's, it's another form of entertainment, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, as a job, I don't think... Could you do it? I don't think I could. I... Not, let's take no. skill out of the equation. Let's be honest, we're shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're terrible at video games. I mean, you just have to look at my uh, history on <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighter and Street Fighter V to see how shit I am. Yeah. This is where I'm a little bit like... It I... turns into a job. You have to be good at games. You pretty yeah. have to... You have to do your homework to be good at games. Like I went back recently and fired up Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah. which is a game from a year and a bit ago. Isn't that buggy as shit? It's buggy as shit, but I really like it because it speaks to something that I really enjoy. And I'm just like, well, Alien I couldn't do that if I had this job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Because my job would be playing video games and I'd want to come home and I've, I'm, I'm not going to continue with it because I know what I'm like in terms of commitment. 
But I Persona recently, 4 has told us that you're not good at commitment. I recently picked up Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. The book? Yeah, I yeah, was so book, bored at work the other day. <laughs> a, friend, no, a friend at work turned around, and she's reading this at the moment, and she said, do you want anything from the shops? I've got to go and get some lunch. She said, yep, no problem. If you get me a fucking crossword puzzle, I'm bored to tears. And she went, I've got a book. And you read it. And I actually fucking took it from her and started reading. Yeah, it's so a good book. I've gone and uh, downloaded that. The thing I like about it is different uh, experts, different like not experts, different um, takes from like a diary, from letters. It's yeah. not just a normal story format. I really, I'm enjoying it so far. Mm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's what with it. I'm reading. We'll save the galaxy for food. Okay. A Yahtzee Crochon novel. Oh right, okay. Yeah. I like that, guys. I do no, like. I like. I like to support my fellow Brit. Read the others. No, he's I had just, two others. He's got two: Mogworld and Jam. Yeah. Uh, he's also had a third one out, which is digital only. Not a third one, fourth one out, which is digital only. Right, okay. But no, after that I'll be reading, uh, this book is for spiders, seriously dude, do not touch it. I picked that up in Waterstones the other day. Oh, have you read the first one, John Dies at the End? No, I saw them oh, together and I was like, yeah. Slinger was telling me about these the other day. Read so John I, I Dies at the End. just had a quick end. look at them. Yeah, yeah cool. it's very cool. Mainly because it's kind of Lovecrafty. y so yeah. something bigger is going on. So you know like in Western horror, like... Uh, Chainsaw Massacre and all that sort of stuff. It's usually one villain. So in Jason, yeah. it's you know you can see it, you can fight it, you can probably survive from it. In Lovecraftian horror, tell horror, that to every fucking teenager. Well, tell it to every non-virgin teenager in the oh, movies. Yeah. yeah, women, keep your knickers on if you want to survive a Jason movie. And dudes, you're keep your gen- dick in. Generally, dudes are generally are oh, they cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're fucked. Doesn't matter what you're doing with your dick. Yeah, you're done. In fact, try and get laid because you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. So Lovecraft and Horror is pretty much like big and cosmic. So you don't actually. Yeah. You can't. You don't, yeah. That. You don't yeah. get to fight anything. John dies in the end. Pretty much comes from that sort of horror. Oh, cool. But it is fucking funny in places and fucking scary as well. Right. Number three. Yeah. What we're we talking about? Anthem's post-launch story content will be free. Good, because it's like a game, and. <laughs> No, I don't know. Right, so we're talking about... This is credit from IGN, by the way. So... Oh, what, who they rip it off? Do you remember... Do you remember <laughs> all right. Yeah. GTA 4. Yes. Yep, you had to download the content. You had to buy separate and download the content, The Lost and the Damned, and The Ballad of Gay Tony. Yes, there were DLC extras. Okay. And it's coming to you for free. The only thing I always worry about companies that say you get extra story content for free is mm. has this shit been sliced so you can offer it as DLC? It's a good question. That's that's the only thing that always niggles me with this sort of thing these days because let's be honest, publishers are going to try and squeeze as much cash out as they can. And who could blame them because I was a publisher, I'd fucking do the same thing. Too right. The one thing I always love about um, Jim Sterling these days is one thing he always gets in his soapbox about him says, you know, companies are trying to squeeze you for what they can because that's what fucking AAA companies do. He's right. But it's also a guy who sells T-shirts and he's really promoting that through his videos right now. So it's like, you know, Jim, I get where you're coming from, but, you know, you're trying to buy me a T-shirt that says Jim fucking Sterling's son. And I don't know why I'd want to wear a T-shirt saying Jim fucking Sterling's son because that's not my name. And <laughs> that's not a brand, and no one knows who the fuck Jim Sterling's son is. I really don't want to explain to people who Jim fucking Sterling's son is. <laughs> anyway, so from then, Bioware has confirmed that although its upcoming multiplayer action RPG Anthem will feature post-launch story content, all of these releases will be free of charge. 
Wonderful. Mm. The news comes courtesy of Game Ram. Oh, jolly good. IGN got it from Game Game Ram, we got it from IGN. Yeah. Uh, which reports that Bioware made the announcement during its PAX West panel. Uh, Bioware, PAX. Yeah, Bioware hasn't given any further details about what Anthem's post-launch content will look like, but given that the announcement has specifically mentioned that there will be no charge for story content, it's likely that there will be some sort of paid DLC on the horizon. Bioware has previously insisted that the game won't feature loot box and won't give players the ability to pay for power, but that doesn't rule out sorry that doesn't rule out cosmetic enhancements of some sort dropping as part of paid DLC packaging. Yeah, that's how they get the cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'm so glad. I'm glad it's said about loot boxes there because ever since that fucking fiasco with Star Wars Battlefront Front Two, Battlefront Front Two, yeah. I always go Battlefront or Battlefield. I get confused. Oh god, yeah, me too. Um, ever since all that shit kicked off, like you've really seen it die off, and which is good. It should have died off. It was well, yeah. Basically, they made it die off because they made it well. It technically is in a way gambling. So they just kind of like push that to the forefront. And, yeah. and companies, let's be honest, companies don't look good when they try and make you gamble. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> admittedly, is um, that's a bit of a faux pas, really. Yeah, a little bit. It's like, oh, you want to uh, get a new costume? All right, give us a fiver, and then let's spin that wheel. You didn't get it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, we like, still get your fiver though. We've taken your money and you get to suck this corporate dick. dick. How's it taste? Mmm, bitter. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes of poverty. Tea. <laughs> Not on our part. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Sorry, that's the leftover taste from the last guy we fucked over. Tip in the ass. <laughs> anyway, oh, companies. To be fair, we want to be part of that. We want to be one of those. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, we a fucking massive corporation. Just something to get excited about, Kitty Winks. I'm developing a new logo that's going to go on some t-shirts that I want to develop. Yeah. And I'm not going to be selling these because we are in no way, anywhere fucking shape or form ready to do any kind of thing like that. But I'm getting it for you, me and Alex. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that shit. Yeah. I'm not going to wear them. I'm not going to wear them in public, but thank you. Fuck off. I'm wearing them on wearing them on the wedding day just to piss Samantha yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, even better. No. What do you do? Every guest. Every, every guest. guest has to wear it. No. There's no chat. I can't afford that. Oh, I'll chip in. I'm loaded <laughs> now from doing all these extra classes. She. Uh, she was just like, I want to get sparklers. Oh, right, yeah, cool. yeah, okay, yeah. What are you going to get sparklers for? We could write love with them and take photographs. I went, that's a great idea. She went, are you being sarcastic? Said, no, I'm going to get me, Slinger, Alex and Nick and we're going to write prep with them. Oh, do you know what I'd do with them in the wedding photos? What? Big dick. <laughs> you wouldn't have. <laughs> You'll be there going like your little love hearts and I'll be like, you're joking, right? No, I'm, I'm you, totally you're, you're drawing gonna one. Do, you're going to do the shaft and me and Alex are going to spin the them and do the balls. <laughs> Just got to go like that quickly. Get the, um, <gasps> Nick can do like the spurt. Yes. Yes. This has got off track. Number four. Number four, yes. Something to get excited about besides t-shirts. Streets of Rage is coming back. Hard. Yes. Oh, I was nice. excited and not at the same. It's one of those ones that I need to see more. Yep. Because the initial gameplay trailer was pretty much like... It was a cutscene, really, wasn't it? It, wasn't a cut, it, was, it was an animated trailer. Yes. And it looked pretty. It looked nice, but it didn't really show us the gameplay. Right. There, there are screens of the gameplay, and I have read about people that have played it. Mm. Um, it is playable. Yeah, people like it. 
And they're I mean, saying the art style is very cool and it really leans towards what you're playing. I mean, I do like side-scroller brawlers. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Castle Crashers and I was a big fan of Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game. Which that is a mouthful to fucking say. That looked cool. That, that was a very cool game. It had that, that same kind of art style as oh, it did it in the book, didn't it? pixelated and had a really groovy, I think it was 8-bit or 16-bit soundtrack to it. Either way, yeah. I was fun as fuck. And that was a two... Um, side-scrolling, yeah, side two D yeah. side-scrolling uh, action thing. I must admit though, I'd have been probably more psyched with a final fight than a Streets of Rage. Yeah, I'd... only because Mike Hagarg, Mike Hagarg, in in a final fight, his backstory is just a fucking king. He is the mayor of Metro City. His girlfriend, not his girlfriend, his young daughter gets kidnapped. What does the mayor do? Does he call the cops? Fuck no. This is Mike Hagar. Mike fucking Hagar. He puts on his pants, he takes his shirt off, he gets out of there and he beats his shit out of Mad Gear Gang. What mayor would do that? Could you see Boris Johnson doing it? I'd fucking love actually to see Boris Johnson do that. <laughs> Suplex the shit out of thugs. So, back to Streets of Rage. New Streets of Rage is coming. So this is coming to you from Polygon. Polygon. New Streets of Rage is coming. Dot Emu and Lizard Cube, the publisher for the developer, sorry, and developer for Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trial. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I've got that game. That game is yeah. a tit. Announced Streets of Rage 4 today in partnership with Sega. This is a slightly Sega. older one. Sega. Um, also involved with the, in the creation of Streets of Rage 4 is uh, Guard Crush Games, developer of Streets of Fury, a side-scrolling, <laughs> side-scrolling beat-em-up released in 2015 that used digitised graphics. Streets oh, of Rage 4... I wonder what Streets of Fury was based off of. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4 will feature series veterans Axel and Blaze in an entirely original arcade-style romp that will feature classic beat-em-up gameplay, new fighting mechanics, and an original story according to its creators. No, no story. We don't need story. The sequel to 1994 Streets of Rage 3 will boast hand-drawn visuals from the team behind Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, which hit consoles and PC back in 2017. You know, that game was beautiful as well. Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap was beautiful because I got that. Sega Streets of Rage series kicked off the Sega Genesis in 1991. The original Streets of Rage was followed by sequels in 92 and 94. Who was your favourite Streets of Rage character? Um, I loved playing as Axel. Um, I used to go over to my mate's house, Andrew. Um, he had he had this little playroom and he had his Sega Mega Drive <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Does no, we were like, we six. Okay, that makes the playroom sound more innocent now. No, <laughs> you, no, like Streets of Rage. Fucking, where is it? Ninety two. Yeah, yeah. The sequel came out in ninety two. I was four when the sequel came out. Like, so don't 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 don't, 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 don't primary school. Don't judge me. Um, I don't know. Like you, I've got some of the the images here, and you can see they look Flick really over. pretty. Yeah, because it's done by I say done by the same people who did. Um, uh, Wonder Boy, because I've got that. Yeah. That's a gorgeous looking game. That was the one um, that you showed me, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Gorgeous. Well, I'm kind of hoping they tweak the graphics a little bit because it looks a little bit. I know it's 2D, so shut up, internet. It's going to say it's a little bit flat, but what I mean is it's got quite bold outlines that kind of like. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly not fun on that. Although Blaze has got frigging Chun Li legs. Yes. Which is good because she is Sega's Chun Li. Yeah, absolutely. She had, didn't she have like a thousand foot kick as well in one of the games? I have no idea. I can't remember what it was. 
I I was such a fucking child. Like, I was such a little boy. Like, Come on, let's go play Streets of Rage. I'm either going to be Skates, Max, or Axel. Or the girl. I'm, I'm definitely not going to be the girl. Oh, you should <laughs> No, because I was a little boy. I was just like, I don't want to be the little girl. Girls are gross. And then um, you got a bit older, you're like, I want to be the girl. Why? Short skirt. Before we break out of the news, mm. what was the first game where you broke out of playing as male protagonists? Probably Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Because one, you had the option to play as a girl, which is always a big one. Yeah. Because usually back when games first came out, you either were, you know, you're, you're whatever the game developer said you were. You can choose. So probably um, Street Fighter 2, I started playing as Chung Lei. Yeah. But always, um, I've always got the choice. Always I pretty much go female when I play games. Usually because traditionally, uh, gameplay-wise, quicker. So Chung Lee was a bit quicker, she's a bit more nippy, and it suits my gameplay style a lot more rather than playing as a tank. Yeah. So that's probably one of the reasons why. I think outside of fighting games, I've literally just had to Google, mm. oh, what is her fucking name? I'm going to like mess it up anyway. I played as, uh, in Tekken 3, Zhao Yu. Yeah, let's go with that. I didn't play much Tekken, but let's go with that. Yeah. No, I, I had three characters that I liked. I played as Huarong. Because Huron. 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 I don't know how to fucking say it. It's just what I'm going with. Huarong because that's like that was the guy with all the fucking kicks. You yeah. can get near that prick. Yeah, well, um, he's a fucking bastard he was. Xiao Yu because like when you started getting some of her combos down, it was like actually this is quite cool. You've got a couple of high hits there. Um and Jin Kazama. Because when you got that fucking lightning spin uppercut ready, Brilliant. when you got that done, it was like, oh, it's the most satisfying thing in the world. The one thing that always made me giggle about uh, Tekken was, uh, what's it, what is it, Brian... Brian, Brian yeah. Brian Fury. Uh, Fury. Fury. Yeah, I always got, it made me giggle, so I always used to call him Brian Ferry. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him coming in, started singing, that's would be his like, special move, you're like... Make my way to the singles bar. <clears throat> like then that's how you end it. I was like, oh my god, just so dreamy. Wait, how did he sing? Oh, how does that song go again? I cannot sing remember. Sing it for me again. Love is a drug. Hang on. Love is the drug I'm thinking of. Oh, catch that buzz. Love is the drug that I'm thinking of. Time for a shout out. So, whoop, whoop. shout. Last time we did this, we got a load of people and we got a load of love and uh, everyone likes to be fucking loved. We so love this week, the love. We're going to go we for three. It. All right, We're going to kind of keep it running that way. So we're going to give a shout out to, mm. over on Twitter, at Two Beard Gaming. Yes, Two Beard. Is it Two Beard? Two Beard, as in two different beards. Ah, cool. Yep. It's kind of hopefully one beard. Two Beard Gaming. Very cool stuff over there. Please go check them out. Worthwhile following. They're good dudes. Check them out. There's Impressive a beards. lovely guy called Tom over at Clubs Only, which is K-L-O-B-B-S only. And we've also got Chris over and at Camo underscore Swordsman. They're the deadliest type of swordsman. You don't see them coming. Very, very cool. He's uh, showing a lot of Dragon Quest Eleven stuff at the moment. You're interested in Gana now, aren't you? Because I, of... Uh... I got because of Chris. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight: The Journey of the Cursed King. How many Dragon Quests are there? I think this is the the latest um, in like the core franchise. Yeah. But you've got like Dragon Quest Heroes, Dragon Quest Builders, 
Um, I think eight was the first one to come to the West. Because I do remember uh, once Dragon Quest was pretty much in competition with Final Fantasy before the two companies merged. Yes. Um, and they seem to be doing the whole kind of like quantity over quality type thing. Not saying that Dragon Quest games are shit, but they seem to be bogging out a shitload of them. There are quite a few, admittedly, but I will say... See, that Final Fantasy's got 15 of the fuckers, so yeah. what am I to say? Um, like, I would hold... Like, bearing in mind, it's the only one I've, I've played, but I would hold Dragon Quest Eight over fucking... Oh, what is 15. it? Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm going to get hurt. I'd hold it over 10. Ooh, yes. I think, looking back, I'd hold it over... I'd definitely hold it over 13, and I would potentially hold it over 12. All these Final Fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like, yes. I, you prefer it over the fa- like those Final Fantasies. Nine yes. is very much fantasy-based, and I loved it. And uh, Journey of the Cursed King was very much fantasy-based. It was, you know, you are a silent protagonist that was the bodyguard for a king who got turned into a little troll. Yeah. Um, and you first rock up because this troll is... So your first day in the job or something. No. <laughs> it fucked up big star. You fucked it hard. <laughs> Like, oh, but like the, the king's daughter Medea has been turned into the horse, and the horse is the thing that's pulling the cart. I'm it's not, quite cool. It was this bodyguard doesn't sound very good, to be honest. I liked a lot of it's it. Like, like comedy of errors, right there. Definitely worth checking out. I liked it. So, and you can pick it up like anywhere. I'm fairly certain you can get Dragon Quest Eight on your phone. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. So, oh, fuck yeah. Um. So, so yeah, go check those guys out. At cool Two Beard Gaming, at Clubs Only, and at Camo underscore Swordsman. Please go show them some love. Alright? So now we're going to jump into a topic. Topic me up. Well, this is something that you wanted to discuss. Yes. Remasters. Yes. The difference between remasters and re-releases, and what will you consider a remaster? And is there a requirement? I believe so. You think? I don't think... I don't think you can tag on a remastered onto a game if it's just basically a little bit of graphical tweaking. What I'm saying is, is there a requirement for remasters in the market? At the moment, uh, seems to be, yeah, everything's getting remastered. Everything's getting everything's remastered. Everything's remastered. Even shit you didn't realise came out is getting remastered. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the last big one was Dark Souls Remastered. And this is yep. what got me thinking about the difference between a re-release and a remastered. Yep. A re-release to me is basically just kind of like porting the game from an old console onto a new one, giving a few little graphical tweaks, make it look a bit prettier, but the game itself doesn't really change. No, the, obviously the core of the game stays the same. Yeah, well I would say a remaster gives developers a chance to either finish off areas that they didn't have time to due to time constraints, or fix gameplay issues which, you know, hinder the game. The reason why I haven't picked up Dark Souls Remastered because I still got the original Dark Souls on my PS3 and it still works. And there's literally, to my view, nothing that changes the game to make it me uh, to make me want to buy the new one. So you know, what's the point? Also, thinking about uh, the whole remastered and re-release stuff was through the re-release of Shenmue. Yep. Shenmue one and two recently got released again. And it did get some harsh reviews, which did spark off the fan base saying how, no, Shenmue is a masterpiece. It is, like, the best game ever. 16 years ago, it was a fucking good game. It was impressive. Now, it is a tanky, crappy game to play. It's like playing Resident Evil 4 and then going back to playing Resident Evil 1. You would fucking punch your TV with those controls. Yeah, but, I mean, that said, 
that's what they're going for, aren't they? They're yeah. remaking Resident Evil 2. They are. And with an over-the-shoulder camera, same as Resident, Resident Evil 4. 4. Yeah, yeah, which, let's be honest, is the best one. Resident Evil 4, for me, will always be the best Resident Evil. Yeah. Granted, saying that, I haven't played 7, but it's still in a style that doesn't really interest me. I'm not saying it's not yeah. shit the bed scary, because it does look quite scary, but the whole B-movie camp feel to yeah. Resident Evil 4 is what I fucking loved. And no one can cheese up a scene like Leon Kennedy. Yeah, it's just fucking they're not, brilliant that they're not necessarily zombies, are they? In that one, they are Los Plagas, which basically scary Spaniards. Scary Spaniards. <laughs> scary Spaniards. All right, yeah. Shoot them in the well, head, tentacles come out. The reason I say this is because I'm like, well, when you get Resident Evil Two, mm. same game, but it's it's different. You know, all kind of like over the shoulders. Over the shoulder. It's, it's it's been reworked to kind of fit that aesthetic. Yeah. Are you going to find something vying for the new top spot in your opinion? Where you, did you ever play the second one? I did, yeah. I played it. I played it through, but because of the really clunky controls that Resident Evil had yeah. pre four, so I can't really get that excited about the old Resident Evil games because yeah. it just kind of takes you out a little bit when you have to spend three seconds to turn your fucking character one eighty. This is why zombie comes at you. Chug 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 chug. And then run. You yeah. know, <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm thinking you might you might like this. Tell when me. it comes out, you might enjoy it. Like it, you have piqued my my interest. My eyebrow is raised. Well, no, I'm just thinking like it's gonna fit an aesthetic that you're used to. The controls are gonna be tighter. It's yeah. gonna be far more responsive, and you're gonna play a game that your core critique thus far has been in regards to the controls and the camera. Yes. That's why Which are Res all things that are going to be massively overhauled. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 does pique my interest for that. Yeah. One thing that does kind of almost dampen it is the fact they're going to focus on survival. Which, don't get me wrong, yeah. Resident Evil is survival horror. It's not the original one. That yeah, went sometimes. To, yeah. Look so, at 6. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> the original, silent, the original uh, survival horror game, that went to Alone in the Dark, so fuck you, Capcom. Yeah. Um, so they focus... So it'd be, they'd, it's the great thing about 4, it didn't take itself seriously. Mm. Two, I'm a bit worried that it might. I mean, 4, you could shoot a monk in the knee and suplex that fucker. Let me just, yeah. no, just, just dwell on that sentence. Shoot a monk in the knee and suplex that fucker. You know. It's, yeah. why, it's why I believe that something like Resident Evil 4 wouldn't actually need a remastered. A re-release. Tweet the graphics. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's had a re-release. Oh it's, god, yeah, it's um, constantly being released. It's on the PS4. Yeah, it? it is. But what I'm saying is, it wouldn't need a remastered edition mm. because you know you wouldn't need to tweak any of the gameplay. So just to move away from Resident Evil, let me list some of the remastered games. I've just decided yeah. to very quickly pull up a list. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all because there's fucking time. I told you, right? It's a new okay. fucking word to put behind your title in a game. So, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. So this was Call of Duty 4, Modern yeah. Warfare. The first well, Modern Warfare didn't that, didn't that come with Didn't that come with a game? Was it like the extra for a game? Uh, it was, but it wasn't the remastered version. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, if it's just a graphical tweak, fuck it. It's not remastered, it's a re-release. Yeah, yeah, well... The Last of Us remastered. Yeah, fuck that. That's a re-release. That's a port, because I went from PS3 to PS4, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a port. Look at the power behind that console, and you tell me that that hasn't had some form of upgrade. Yeah, but not in the sense of changing gameplay or tweaking 
elements that they didn't finish off. You don't off. necessarily need to tweak gameplay. No. You're talking about sound output, you're talking about um, re-recording certain lines of dialogue, oh, no. what things I mean, like that. What I mean by tweaking it for a remaster is basically means things that developers didn't have a chance to do. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm not talking about DLC, I'm talking about if uh, didn't good example uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yep. That's to my mind, that's one of the best unfinished games out there. Okay. Because it's got a whole mission that didn't get completed, where you got to fight um, Liquid in a big ass Metal Gear Solid thing. Yeah. On an island, I think it's called something Island of Flies or something like that. Reference to Lord of the Flies. I know, subtle, right? Mm. So if they did like a remaster of that, where that level was completely done and finished and completed, that I would say that's a Metal Gear Solid Five remastered. Okay. Uh, the Last of Us, yes, pretty, sounds good, etc. But if there's no real extras to it, as in nothing that the developers wanted to finish, yeah, I would say that's a port more than a re-release, a re-release or a port rather than a remastered. I, I think you've got to remember that. Just because it's jumped from one to another, if it's not had any extras to it, it doesn't necessarily make it a port, because obviously you'll get that when it ports from one console to another console. Yeah, but in my mind, it's it's not what I... Yeah, it, it feels, it's not what you would consider to be a remaster. No, the, the, the term remaster gets thrown around like yeah. fucking dust, doesn't See, it? So to break it down, you've got a port. Yes. Which is where you take a game. And you put it on another system. And you put it on another system. Yeah. A remaster is where you upscale uh, the sound, dialogue, the graphics, uh, the camera controls, things like that. Yeah. You maybe remap some of the control systems for something, because I know that that was something they did for Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. For example, um, in also in, let's say, the original Silent Hill, yeah. which you only had one analog stick, because yeah. back in PS1, you didn't have two, so you couldn't control the camera angles. If that got re-released or remastered, I think there is a HD collection with Silent Hill, but I've never played it. Then you expect to have a bit of camera control with the other stick. Yeah. Because you've got that option um, now. You can't see in the past. I mean, you've got... I suppose a really good example of this was uh, Persona 4. Yes. Persona 4 was originally released on the PS2, I think back in 2006. That's when you started playing it. <laughs> it was released six years later again on the PS Vita as Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. And this came with additional network features and things like that. Yeah, that was kind of like an updated version. I'd say yeah. that was a remastered version of the original. Yes, yeah. and I would agree. I'd yeah. say, yeah, that's correct. But it also had a little bit more content mm. in there. But it didn't change the core of the game or anything no. like that. There were no additional missions as far as I knew. No. I, I mean, could be horrifically wrong. I mean, I never say... I mean, I know a bang on about gameplay. Gameplay sometimes doesn't need to be changed and remastered. For yeah. example you wouldn't need to change the core gameplay for something like Mario or Sonic. So if they did like a yeah. remastered version of the original Mario Brothers, which they pretty much did when they released it on the, on the SNES, Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. updated the graphics, make it all look fancy, you don't need to update no, not really. the gameplay of that. Same with Sonic Mania and Sonic 3. No, you don't need to update the um, gameplay for something that I'm enjoying now, Burnout Paradise. Exactly. The controls are mapped exactly the same. With yeah. The exception, obviously, you're making use of the shit... Uh, the options button on the top screen. Yeah. But that's just a part of, you know, remastering to a new console. But if it's kind of a case of where the controls are an issue and you've got that chance to fix it, yeah. for example, Resident Evil Shadow 1 to 3, Shadow of the Colossus, Jet Set Radio, yeah. uh, which was uh, tanky as fuck. Yeah, charted. Or if you've got the chance to do that, do it. You yeah. know, 
Otherwise, yeah, okay, you're gonna have purists and fans going, it's not the same. Yeah, it was shit. Now I this is good. Remember, um, Uncharted, the very first Uncharted, back before it had trophies. Yeah. I remember holding down L2 and then using the six-axis control. Oh god, that was horrible. To try and judge whereabouts my fucking grenade. I was think get I remember to. that. Yeah, because yeah. I used to. I played Uncharted when I thought it was shit. And I then started up Uncharted, uh, the remastered version, on my PS4 recently. Held down L2 and moved the fucking line <laughs> with the, uh, the right stick. Was yeah, like, that's that's, that's, going. that's what happens. Yeah, I remember playing Uncharted when I had to. Proper slog yeah. way through that. Final Fantasy X and X2. They Re got a remaster. Yeah, and no, they're re-release or ports. It's just, there's nothing really changed. You can't really change anything with Final Fantasy. Oh, set, tell a lie. Mm. In the because I have got the HD version of nine from my yeah. PS4, and there is one thing I actually do enjoy is the fact you can turn off random battles. Yeah. Now I found that mm. with. Um, I did that by accident. Final Fantasy VII as yeah. well. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I didn't realise there's opera, like cheat options that game had. And one of the cheat options was always hit 9999. So you always got like quad 9 damage. Yeah. And I was wondering why the fuck I was ploughing through these enemies. I thought, Jesus Christ, the Dale's overpowered right now. Yeah, it's because I accidentally turned that yeah. on. But random battle, turn off. Fucking brilliant. So let's get away from what we think remasters are and what we think... Uh, ports of certain games are. Let's talk mm. instead now about do, why do we need them? In 2018, yes. you've got some huge games coming out. We've got a brand new Spider-Man IP coming out. Uh, we've got... Um, oh, I forget the first word in it. Uh, but Shadow, <laughs> Shadows Die Twice. Oh, Sekiro. There you go. Um, fucking awesome you know, Shadows this. Die Twice. You've got... Uh, Devil May Cry 5 yeah, on the horizon. You've got Anthem coming up. You know, between sequels and new IPs, mm. why do you think there is such a call for remasters and remakes of old games? Simple. We're all we're all nostalgic junkies. Yeah, I think that's part of gaming. We're all that's why Kickstarter succeeds so well with various yeah. projects because at the end of the day, we always like fans will always like the familiar. Yeah, fans are always going to cry out for a Mega Man, for a Castlevania. Whether it be that's why Mega Mighty Number no. Nine did so fucking well on Kickstarter, oh, yeah. and it's such a shame, shame that it bombed so bad. Although it did make Capcom look and go, huh, Mighty Number no. Nine got like five million just by mentioning we could do a Mega Man game. We own the license to this. Let's yeah. make a Mega Man. Let's make a Mega Man game. <laughs> yeah, this is our franchise. Let's make a Mega Man game. So I reckon it's just because we like uh, nostalgia and because. Consoles these days do not do backwards compatibility. The only way we can play yeah. the old games of the past is by buying either a re-release or a remastered version of it. Okay, so there's a justification for why we buy them yes. because we're nostalgic. Yeah. Do we need them? Probably do you think they're an inherent no. part of the industry now. Do we need to have them? No, not really. No. Um, Shenmue, as much as a masterpiece as it was 16 years ago, is definitely not a masterpiece now. No. Inspired a fuck like you'd open world. I mean, think the whole Yakuza games. Yeah, pretty much based on Shenmue. Everything you can do in the Yakuza games comes from Shenmue, okay. um, for better or for worse. I mean, like all like in Persona games where you get to do mundane tasks. Yep. Let's be honest, you do do mundane tasks. I know you. I know you've got a major hard on for Persona, but you do do mundane tasks. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> like I, you absolutely. Yeah, it's like do. it's like how much we love Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. 
It's when you do the yoga thing, you're like, what the fuck am I doing yoga for? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, so Shenmue gave us that. Quick time events. Well, there wouldn't be God of War without quick time events. No. So, Nor would there be the new Spider-Man game without quick time events. Exactly. So Shenmue does offer a lot. So it is good to see where it comes from. Mm. Whether do we need it? Well, not really. It's kind of like if you could play Mario 3 or Mario 1... Which one are you going to get a better game experience from? Probably Mario 3, because yep. it, developers have time to uh, make yeah. improvements along the way. Further develop on the original IP. Exactly. Yeah, Cra- Crazy Taxi, absolutely love. Is it? Does it hold up now? Fuck no, it doesn't. It needs drifter mechanics, it needs proper race mechanics yeah. to make that game awesome in this day and age. Yeah. You know, so uh, do we need it? No. Is it fun to re- relive? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like your... Um, Mega Drive collection for your PS3 or 4, is it? Uh, I've got the Mega Drive collection for the PS3. Pretty much do that. Boom, you could have like a Dreamcast collection, PS2 collection, bring it all together. But no, I don't think you need to have um, to buy games individually, especially for full price. No, I mean, I. Don't get me wrong, like when certain games do come out and they're all re released, I'm quite happy to see them come out. Your cat's destroying shit. Your cat's cat's destroying destroying shit. shit. Uh, I'm quite happy to see them come out at a lower price point. Oh, gotcha. Again, when Burnout came out, it came out for like 30 quid, 25 quid. Mm. I was like, I'm all right with that. I would would part with money for that because even though I've had it before, I love that game. I'm willing to pay that money again for it on my new console. See, I'm even tempted to say that even re-releases, old school re-releases, shouldn't even be released in physical. Mm. Um, Digital download it. That one, it'll be cheaper, so it's more accessible. Yeah. And two, you don't really want to hold enough space on the uh, on the shelf, do you? Really? No. I mean, that's the thing that's really fucked me off with PS4. Mm. Um, someone was complaining about it the other day. They went, "Oh, another reason to go physical over digital." <laughs> My hard drive's already full, and I'm like, like Final Fantasy 15 had a 75 gig install base. Yeah. Like, I don't 75 gig. That's, that's huge. That's fucking massive. That, that's off a disc. Yeah. I don't understand like what the difference between the two is anymore. The only thing I would say, um, I mean, I do, I do like game physical because it gives us a chance, you know, me to bring over a game, we can play it and do that. Yeah, I get that. That's that's the reason why I like going physical. Uh, but also keeping it physical also it makes companies put in shit for your uh, collector's yeah. edition. If it was all digital, all you'd get was things like, you've got the digital deluxe version, so you've got credits for online play. Where if you play, you know, buy digital, you've got to get a fucking statue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Grant's I'm not going to buy a 100 quid statue, but, you know, you've got something. I am going to I'm gonna buy more and more physical Vita games, because like, I, uh, I want to have another one. They're dying out. <laughs> no, like... They're like your Pokemon. It is that thing of, you know, I always said you put in a game and it's got an install for a fucking 75 gig, Final yeah. Fantasy 15, brilliant, mm. okay, whatever. I put um, I put a new cartridge in yesterday and it must have been something like 80 meg. Yeah. And that was Minecraft. <laughs> oh, shit, that game's massive as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because this is it, it runs off of the cart as opposed to downloading it or yeah. anything like that. So, that's how it should be, really. I mean, yeah. That's the reason why we got fucking Blu-rays for PS4. Is to hold all that fucking data, not to transfer it onto your machine. No, absolutely. But, but hey ho, developers, you missed a trick, you <laughs> assholes. <laughs> We're smarter than you. So remasters, we good for them? Yes and no. Would um, you rather see 
loving remakes like that of Final Fantasy VII that's coming out. Oh, we've got our release date soon, haven't we? Whether or not it's in our lifetime, I've we're, no idea. We're going to get teased by that Final Fantasy VII love. Um, um, seeing the gameplay for a remastered Final Fantasy VII... I appreciate where they're going, but I probably won't pick it up because it's totally different from what I want. Yeah, you see, I, I'm i going to keep an eye on it because I'm like, I never got into Final Fantasy yeah. VII. I, I loudly profess that my favourite uh, Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. Which so is, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing this because no, I get that. really, Final Fantasy XV was the first gritty yeah. and. Until you use that Power Ranger mod. Realistic ish. Uh, Final Fantasy, like, oh, why are they all in black? Like, oh, it's, it's in a car. So emo. Oh, I've got to fill the car up with <laughs> petrol. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's daft. So. Well, the thing is, um, when it comes to remakes and all that sort of stuff, I, I'm that kind of guy who wants a new friggin' IP. So I'm like, no, just... Yeah, he's like, admittedly. Yeah, at the same time, I'm kind of interested how much they're going to change it from the original source, which mm. is quite good gameplay-wise, because, you know, gameplay I mean, is everything for a game. Yeah. They must admit, the one franchise I'd like to see come back, now that Streets of Rage is making a reappearance, Golden Axe. Oh yeah, cool, cool. There is, uh, have you ever heard of the game Dragon Crown? No. Dragon Crown's a, a side-scroller as well. And I swear to God, you have to kind of like look at it for how bizarre the art style is. Okay. So it's very kind of like, it's fantasy style, but anime. Yeah. So it's got a Japanese twist to it. And the proportions on these characters, fucking hell. It's all, I know it's fantasy, I know it's meant to be outlandish, but I do get the slight feeling that these artists have never seen women, men, dwarves, or people in their entire life. You kind of covered everything, everything there. there. Yeah. So you've got like a sorceress who's got the biggest tits you'll ever see. And, they, and of course, you know, it is Japan, so they're going to bounce. And then you've got this like barbarian who's... You've got no neck to muscles. It's just the most bizarre shit ever. To be fair, nothing really changed because when I think of sorceress with big tits, I I immediately think of Lulu from Final Fantasy X. Oh god, yeah, those. So she was rocking whatever Wonder Bra was underneath that outfit. Yeah, but like, uh, it always like, Antifa. Me. Antifa. She has some fucking huge knocks. But the the point being <laughs> is that like you talk about a game like perhaps how old is. This Dragon game. Crown. It came out on the PS3, and now got it's now got Dragon Crown Pro. So make right, whatever that okay. is, which is out now on the PS4. Sorry, when you were talking about Golden Axe, I thought you were talking about way back then. Oh god, yeah, Golden Axe came out yonks ago. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing that being like redone. Oh, in the same vein as still Dragon Crown. Yeah, it's still I see. same sort of side-scrolling action. Yeah, different art style, like um, you know, Streets of Rage, but towards the. Um, yeah, the fancy side of things. I'd like to see that. Kind of like what they did with Dragon Crown, but not as creepy. I um, do you remember that that image, that fan image that I showed you of uh, Final Fantasy Nine? Remind me, tweak I'm, my memory. I'm gonna have to show you. It's uh, this really bright, colourful, cartoony image of the guys. Like you had the the core four. So you had Zidane, you had uh, Princess Garnet, yeah. Steiner, and Vivi. Facing off against, uh, I think it was a bomb like that. Oh, that yeah, the bomb, bomb. Yeah, the big bommy thing. So yeah, around the beginning, isn't it? And it was this wonderful image, and I just thought I'd love, I'd love a Final Fantasy IX remake. Yeah, like this. The mechanics, you know, I'd, I'd be great with the mechanics as they are. 
But that fucking colour and that look, I love the look of it. So you you need to pick up Battle Chasers. Yeah. Yeah. Do yourself a favour. Ah, you fucker cat. If you... <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be massively out of context. God, sorry, mate. Your He's cat's, vicious. He's a vicious little bastard. Um, yeah, if it comes on sale, I think it must be some like 25 quid or something like that. Uh, plunge into your wedding fund. Treat yourself for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Samantha won't mind. Samantha won't be listening to this. You know, if she's probably dozed off by now, she is. Um, that has a very good art style. You'd enjoy that art style to that. It's a fucking hard game, though. Yeah. It's old school um, RPG. Well, it's inspired by JRPG. So for those of you in the know, the J stands for Japan or Japanese whatever. So weeaboos if we got that wrong. Um, but no, the art style, that's pretty cool. You'd enjoy that. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like, it's like old school Final Fantasy. It's, it's kind of turn-based. Right, so let's jump out and go into our last little segment, awkwardly describing video games. Yes. Okay, guys, so the premise here is really simple. I'm going to really badly describe a video game, and Slinger, from that poor description, is going to try and tell me what that video game is. Yeah. Now, we're going to give credit to this because I was struggling with this and found that Games Radar has done a huge bit on this, so credit to them for this. But so we're, we're swiping it. We're swiping it. But we're giving lots of credit to them, so, yeah. you know, it's okay. Yeah, deal with it. So, second Earth-based life form to develop weapons tech conducts a bitter civil war. Huh. Worms. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you were upset by that, weren't you? you straight away. Yes. Hit me with the next one. A highly evolved Jawa tries to escape Tatooine, ends upon Hoth. Huh. Say that again. That intrigued me. A highly evolved Jawa tries to escape Tatooine and ends upon Hoth. Okay, Sandworld... Ice world, little bloke in a hood. You know what? I've got nothing for that. That's besides. I'm trying to think of any games you know that involve sandworlds and ice worlds. It's going to be something really obscure. I'm going to kick the shit out of yourself when I say it because it's loom. You've really got <laughs> journey. Oh fuck yeah! We mentioned yeah. Oh yeah, it was an ice world, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got really distracted by that fucking Wampa. I was yeah. expecting that big like, Yeti boss at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Next one for me. Bastard journey. Corporate mogul organises a martial arts tourney Ooh. in order to kick seven bells out of his family. Ooh, I feel like... I should, you know, my first reaction is some like Mortal Kombat until you mentioned family. Mogul, mogul, mogul. Come on, I can... Th How many rich bastards do I know in uh, video games? Tekken. Is it Tekken? Yes, it's yeah, Tekken. Yeah, it's Tekken. It's the... Um, what's the guy with the crazy hair? Hey, Hachi. Yeah, who chucks his son off a cliff because yeah. shits and giggles, right? Absolutely. <laughs> You're not strong enough to be my son. Off you go. <laughs> Here's one that you're going to get straight away. You say that. Irritating cousin drives man of peace relative to a murderous Oh, that's got to be Grand Theft Auto 4 <laughs> because we all fucking hate Roman. Yes, that was it. Cousin, I know you're killing people right now, but you want to go bowling? No. I didn't, do, I didn't want to do it when I was dating, let alone do it with my fat bastard cousin. <laughs> I let Roman die in that game and I laughed. Um... 
Go on, come on, hit me. A group of god-awful actors vie for the worst performance award while staying at a local mansion. Oh, that's Resident Evil. Fuck, you're good at this. <laughs> yeah, it's local mansion. Yeah. And also, you ever see the original Resident Evil with the cutscenes? No. Oh, YouTube. Is it. that bad, is it? Oh, they're fucking hilarious. Okay. Audience, do that now. A distraught adrenaline drunkie. Sorry, a distraught Stop. adrenaline junkie attempts to wheel himself off a cliff. Sadly, <laughs> all of the available edges are curved upwards. Huh, again. Hit it with me again. Okay. A distraught adrenaline junkie yep. attempts to wheel himself off a cliff. Okay. Sadly, all of the available edges are curved upwards. I almost want to say that motorcycle game, that's really fucking tough. I'm guessing I'm wrong with that one. Oh, what are you thinking? Um, I can't remember its name, that's the thing. But you know, you're on like a, a oh, motocross um, thing and you... Oh, yeah. Um, f- oh, Fusion. Yeah, I'm guessing it's oh, not that. The title's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, as well, something yeah. like Fusion. And I think that might be one of the sequels to it, isn't it? Like Wheels Fusion yeah. or Wheels Extreme, spelt with fucking X instead of an E. Um, it's not that, I'm guessing, since you struggle with the name. Mm. Actually, I give up on this one. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That explains why I didn't get it. I was never a Tony Hawk's fan. A pair of bickering siblings teaches six self-absorbed tourists to reconnect with nature. You and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I invited him on today. Oh, bless him. Gotta say, is he still at home or something? I don't know where he is. Say what, you need to get that. You need to get him round to cut your grass again. He's fucking slacking on that. I know, right? Two brothers. Bickering tourists. Sorry, a pair of bickering siblings okay. teach six self-absorbed tourists to reconnect with nature. I'm going to give up on that one. Got Far Cry 3. Oh yeah, that works, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said something like drug-addled frat boy goes on rampage on island. <laughs> Bloodthirsty teens force local wildlife into servitude, conduct animal fight club. That would be Lara Croft. No. No, no, it won't. Um, hey, up. What's going on here? Who knows? Oh, forget about Blood Teens. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> teens, wildlife, duh. Um, I am surprisingly good at this. <laughs> okay. The Last of Us, colon, the beginning. Walking Dead. No. No? Uncharted? No. The Last of Us, colon... The beginning. The beginning of The Last of Us. Mm. I don't know. Hit me with it. Plants versus zombies. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) You know what? I'd love to see that. I'd love to see all these fucking plants just taking over over zombies and going, there's your fusion. (laughs) Go on, Rick and L. Beat those up. I, I do you know what? There's there's some really good ones in there. Go on, keep going, keep going. Let's keep going. Let's pick up a couple more. Yeah. Um, Right. Because we're going through these quite fast. A convicted killer takes a young girl on a hugely dangerous hike. That could be the last of us. (laughs) Bearded paedophile takes little girl on stroll through woods. (laughs) That is the last of us as well, ain't it? It's not. What was it? The Walking Dead. Oh, pretty close. Pretty bloody close, let's be honest. It's the same fucking game. 
A star athlete pursues his abusive father through time. <laughs> Daddy is a genocidal whale. Oh, do that again. I'd love that ending. Please, tell me again. Star athlete pursues his abusive father through time. Daddy is in a genocidal whale. That is Final Fantasy X, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> that, I remember that someone described that story to me like, is the dream of a dying city or some shit. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. Gymnastic 50-something-year-old dons black spandex outfit chokes men. <laughs> you know what? I don't even... I just If that game doesn't exist like that, it needs to happen. <laughs> Splinter Cell. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Fisher is like in his 50s. It's, well, it's either going to be Splinter Cell or Metal Gear Solid, wasn't it, really? Grizzled killer escorts vulnerable girl through disorderly garden centre. That is the last of us. That's the last of us. <laughs> that is the best description ever for that game. Softly spoken mercenary assassinates deranged woman in order to procure a son. <laughs> you know what? I don't even need to know the title for that. That's, That's just whatever it is. It does not beat that description. PS Two Star Wars Bounty Hunter. <laughs> That is brilliant. I need I need that game, but not in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Unstoppable super soldier escorts lunatic AI to humanity's most vulnerable hotspots. That could be Metal Gear Solid, right? It's not, isn't it? No. What is it? Halo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, don't you? Master Chief's just one big IT nerd. <laughs> I just need to uh, plug in your your antivirus into this. <laughs> And last one. Yep. <clears throat> Teenage adrenaline junkie attempts to impress his bow by riding a set of irate rock monsters rodeo style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay, do that one again. <laughs> Teenage adrenaline junkie attempts yep. to impress his bow by riding a set of irate rock monsters rodeo style. You know what I can picture in my head? It's probably nothing what the game is. What have you got? <laughs> I've got what I've got in my head is no game whatsoever. Right. But it needs to be made. <laughs> Tell me it. Shadow of the Colossus. You know what? What is in my head? Far beats Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a fucking rock with googly eyes and this teenager just riding on it going, no, I'm king of the world. You ever see that um, scene in the latest series of Game of Thrones. Spoilers. Um, where the, uh, the White Walker brings back this dragon to life. So he's got, yeah, his, yeah, he's got yeah. his own, you know, ice dragon that's burning down the wall. And there's this yep. picture of him Toffet with his arms. I just imagine, since the White Walkers haven't talked, him just going, I am so fucking badass right now. And then my the biggest dick, dick ever. Jon Snow, you may have smashed Khaleesi, but look what's between my legs, motherfucker. Yeah, no one should brag about that. Uh, no one should brag, I uh, smashed Khaleesi. Are you Jon Snow? Yeah. Yes, I am. Wouldn't brag, mate. Cousin. No, it's your, it's your auntie. Yeah. High five, man. <laughs> it's kind of turns around and go, yeah, but have you seen her, right? Tasty. Yeah. It's like a proper frat boy thing, eh? Like, so what are you going yeah. to last night? Smash my cousin, yo. It's all right. It's just my first one. <laughs> your first cousin you smashed or your first cousin both <laughs> yeah. high five 
But Would you, you consider banging a family member if it looked like that? You know what? So, this brings us to the end of our 20th podcast episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as you have enjoyed making it. And if you haven't enjoyed it... Well, tough titties. This is all you got. Uh, If you want to follow us, you can do so. We're both on Twitter. I am at Rodney Broddle. And I am at Chris Slinger. You can also follow the main group, Pixel Prep, over at Pixel underscore Prep. For all your Vita updates. It's not just Vita. Okay. For half of your Vita updates. It is mainly Vita. Yeah, it's mainly Vita updates. Uh, you can also drop us an email if you wanted to. It's pixelprepweb at gmail.com. Leave us a tweet as well because we'd love to hear from you guys. As we always say, this is your podcast, so we want you guys to enjoy it as much as we do making it. So any feedback, as long as it's incredibly positive, is always welcome. Make sure you go check out those guys that we gave a shout-out to earlier, and we'll speak to you in a few weeks. They do have impressive beards. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Press off.